0: We're in here from Tom's Big Spiders, about to tackle a topic that I've been kind of hanging back on. Uh, there was an incident earlier this week that I'll get into briefly in a moment because I really, this is one I don't want to give any more publicity to, but I do hope that uh, by speaking out, I can kind of calm some of the fears that are currently going through the hobby and I'm still collecting information on it. I'm not the type that likes to go forth and start talking about things that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, I have an issue with people that just hop on Google, read some stuff and then try to basically vomit it up like they're experts. It just it doesn't do anybody any good. So I try to do my research. I try to talk to correct people that know what they're talking about first and I have done that to a point. I'm still waiting to talk to one person so I'll explain all that more in a minute. But most people have probably already figured out what I'm talking about, especially because it's kind of alluded to in the title of this, but I'm not even using the name of the species that started all this because, again, I want some of this to die down. But recently, there was a seizure of some T. celadonia slings that were coming into the country. The people that were bringing them in were doing so using permits. They declared them. They did everything right. I just did a A whole big thing on brown boxing, and I think first reaction some people was like, "Oh God, they were brown boxing." I got they got caught. No, not not like that at all. Basically, what happened is they were bringing in a species that had made it onto a list that said that they could not be imported into the U.S. And I'm not going to get into the law aspect of this yet. I am working on an article, and may do a video, may do an update. The podcast, we'll see. Quite frankly, I just want it all die down, but I do think. There are some things we need to realize coming out of this experience. Now, right off the bat, anybody that has heard this and has been on social media, you've heard a lot of things said, a lot of people, you know, quoting certain laws and talking about what the ramifications could be on the hobby. And a lot of folks are deathly afraid that this is going to somehow lead to all Brazilian species getting banned for import. And if you think I'm kidding, talk to some of the dealers about which species they're moving the most of now. We're going to probably see a bump in prices, which is going to make people think that this is actually happening because what's happening is everybody's afraid that because of this seizure that the us government is going to ban the import of certain brazilian species they have to be ones that are endemic endemic to brazil the ones not ones that share you know they can go into other countries but the ones just from brazil and so we've had people online listing all the species that are supposedly going to be banned i've had people email me I've had actually three people email me in the last two days telling asking me if i was going out buying all the brazilian species i could so i could breed them here in the u.s no i'm not i'm just keeping the ones i have um here's the deal And again, I'm still waiting to hear from somebody from Fish and Wildlife that hopefully I can tag up with just to get some, again, I want information from somebody that knows what the heck they're talking about. But here's the deal. These things were imported. They were done so legally, but unfortunately, there are rules out there and regulations, international rules and regulations that keep us from bringing in basically what is smuggled animals. And I know a lot of people are freaking out about this because they're like, oh, but these guys were okay. Everybody's been selling them. Again, as we've talked about before, when I've alluded to different policies and things that we do in this hobby that are illegal, like shipping the United States post office and brown boxing, just because somebody gets away with something doesn't make it legal. And just because somebody is ignorant of a law doesn't mean that that's any excuse. And sometimes it's unfortunate because in this case, the people probably nobody would have thought of this before and there's a reason for that and it's because we've done a lot in the tarantula hobby over the years and gotten away with it because we've kind of flown under the radar of some of these things these the united states wild uh, fish and wildlife agents are they have such an important job to do but they're very overwhelmed so things get by it's kind of like i can go down i can hop in my little car right now i can jump on the highway and go 100 miles per hour and make it all the way you know 30 40 miles just because I make it and don't get pulled over doesn't mean that I'm not doing something illegal. It doesn't work that way. It's I'm still breaking the law, I'm just not getting caught. And I think for years, things have been done in the hobby that benefit us that are breaking laws, are breaking United States laws, are breaking some international trade laws, are, are basically fall in line with smuggling. And we've alluded to some of those with the brown boxing. And I think we've gotten away with it for many, many years. And in a way, it's been it's benefited hobbyists, but... I think this is one of these instances that points that if we don't play our cards right, there could be a day of reckoning for all that we've gotten away with. And I will go into that in more detail in a second. But this is a situation where it isn't a new law. I want to make that very clear because one of the first things that came out is it was this new law passed. No, this species made it onto a list that basically decides what can come in legally to the United States. And unfortunately, many people weren't aware of this. I have to say, with this species, it didn't. Particularly shock me when this was the one that got pulled because these are guys that are very new to the hobby and people are selling them for a lot of money i mean they're commanding a great deal of money for slings because they're not very common they're new this is generally how things work in the hobby a new spider comes in It usually starts in europe it starts getting shipped over here as slings the majority of people that shell out that kind of money off the bat are usually breeders who are looking to reproduce them quickly before they become popular and before they become prolific in the hobby and make some money off them So, in this instance, having it be a brand new species that is, you know, bottom line, it's it's suffering from deforestation effects, they're losing their habitat, they're a species that is considered i believe to be endangered and again i don't want to misquote anything but i remember when they first were talking about them this was one of the species that when it was like 2011 2012 or so people started talking about there's a news article i have it somewhere and unfortunately i couldn't find the link but they had found a bunch of new species of colorful arboreals in brazil and one of the lines of this was that they were you know One of the ones that was in danger of losing their habitat because of not only deforestation, but the thought at this time was that collectors, that the hobbyists would come in and take them. And there's a running joke in the hobby, and I don't mean this as any slam on Germany because Germany, you know, bottom line, if not for Germans, we wouldn't have half the species we have in the hobby right now. But there's a running joke that every time a new spider is discovered, there are usually some German folks headed down there to get some breeding pairs so that they can breed them. And that's how we get spiders a lot of times, these new spiders in the hobby. So I think with a lot of this, people are freaking out. And I can see why, because all of a sudden, this species that is like the crown jewel of anybody's collection that owned it, these guys, this is the hot spider. I remember a few years ago, it was um, Harpactera pulchrepes. Everybody wanted to get one of those. You know, back in the day, it was P. metallica. But. It, Everybody wants this spider, so everybody's pretty well aware of it. And nobody thinks for a minute that, guess where these guys originally came from? Somebody didn't go down to Brazil, get a permit, and get the right to harvest some males and females to bring back to the pet trade. These were smuggled out of the country illegally. This happens all of the time. And I think this is a point where people need to do some reflection in the hobby because we kind of have a sense of entitlement when it comes to these tarantulas, I I find myself guilty of this all the time. A lot of times you'll hear folks the big defense is, well, we pulled some of them out of the wild, but they're going to be gone in the wild anyway someday, and this way we'll have them in collections. Heck, I've used that argument before myself and things. It, yeah, they, we're breaking some laws. We're getting these. We're pulling these guys out of the wild, but look at what good comes of it. Now we have a healthy population of them in the pet trade in both Europe and the United States. So should the entire species be wiped out where they're native to we've still got them these animals won't disappear and I do feel like there is some strength in that argument and there is some importance in that however what many people don't stop to think about is these guys are already endangered and there are people going down there illegally smuggling them back taking healthy adults out of the wild Out of their natural habitat and think about that for a minute. We can sit there and say, oh, we want well, they're taking their, you know, I've heard they're destroying everything down there. I totally understand that. However, it's still, we are still pulling them out of their natural habitat. We are depleting the number of them in the wild. So we're contributing to it, whether we like to agree with it or not. It's happened with Pesolithereus species. It's happened with other tarantula species of places where they are at threat for deforestation and losing their habitat. Somebody goes in there and takes them out illegally. So we always need to keep that in the back of our mind that and kind of try to, you know, tamp down that feeling of entitlement that we have that a lot of our spiders came from illegal activities. So there you go. I'm sure this one's going to probably freak some people out, but it's something we always got to have in the back of our mind. For years, we've kind of flown under the radar with this whole thing. It happens. They kind of take the spiders, they breed them. A few years later, they come on the market. Everybody's got the first slings of the species. Nobody's heard of before. It's usually a beautiful species. And within a few years, they're everywhere. They come over to we import them in the United States. They're in the United States and everybody kind of forgets about it. And it's very easy to do. I look at my collection. I think I, right now, I think I probably have about 90 species or so, maybe a few more. I've kept, I think 130 species. If I really want to sit down and do some deep thinking of how many of these guys were probably originally plucked out of the wild a bunch of you know wild caught males and females I've, you know, I've been in the hobby long enough. I know I've got some that are wild-caught specimens myself because that was a big thing because a lot of people will sit there and go, I will not, I, under no circumstances, will I keep a wild-caught animal. That's ridiculous, but I think we sometimes forget where these guys originally come from. So again, before people go up in arms with the pitchforks and the torches going, Tom Moran just said we should be embarrassed about the hobby. I'm not saying that at all. It, our hobby wouldn't exist if not for people getting these pairs. And I think ultimately, in the long run, it will pay off because we will have animals in the hobby. I firmly believe this someday that cannot be found in the wild. But we have to keep in mind that at one point we were contributing to the loss of population of these guys where they're from. That's something to keep in mind. So with this solidania thing, here's the deal. They <clears throat> found basically they've these guys are now on a list of species be, that are not to be brought into the country. They're not supposed to cross... Um, state borders that's been the big thing that's going out that if you have them now it's fine but they can't cross state borders because of the Lacey Act because it'll be illegal so if you're a dealer and you're selling them across you know on the line if you're not selling them in your own state it could be an issue blah 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 The issue is this. This is a fresh species that the Brazilian government knows flat out they did not get permission for anybody to take these out for any purposes. They, They can track this one. So any species at this point, because it's so fresh, that is being sold, even if it's captive bred slings, any of these guys out there they know are the direct product of smuggled animals we have to we have to kind of concede to that as hobbyists they originally came as smuggled somebody went in the country took these guys out they sure didn't get approval for it they didn't get permits they didn't get permission smuggled them back to wherever they went possibly germany europe i don't know i know it wasn't i don't believe it was the united states it's usually not um we're not that good that way and produce these, but just because they were produced in captivity, this is still fresh. They can say, nope, that species never should have been out of here. If I go somewhere and take a wild mammal right out of the country and start breeding them and selling them, believe me, people are going to be down my throat very, very quickly. Again, pointing to the whole point of this podcast, in the tarantula world, we've gotten away with this for a while. People aren't paying as much attention. You know, we, we always joke that we love these bugs more than anybody does, and in some places that works to our advantage because they're not worried about spiders per se. They're worried about bigger, bigger animals, bigger things they're tracking. However, that's not the case anymore. They're paying attention as they should be. They have an important United States Fish and Wildlife has an incredibly important job and there's not enough people to do it. So I applaud their efforts, even if it means I don't get to put the pretty spider that I want in my collection. That's something we really need to come to grips with. So what's happening now is they're basically saying that species will not be until this is cleared up. And could it be cleared up? Yes. And I think another important thing people need to realize, and I'm hoping it's, you know, a lot of people listen to my work. It's come to my attention that people are reading my articles and watching my videos and listening to my podcasts that I would never in my wildest dreams believe they're following. And it's very humbling and kind of scary, but believe me, there are people paying attention to what's going on in this hobby they're on the forums they're in groups with you that know what's going on that are responsible for keeping track of the animals coming into the country that's something everybody you know it's funny it was on boards one day and somebody was talking about something it was a vaguely vague hint to smuggling and somebody came on they're like you do realize they watch the boards fish and wildlife is on here and it's true, guys. And they should be. That's how they do their job. If I was fish and wildlife, I, I would ha- be on every social media thing I could because you're going to catch more people. You don't even have to do work. You can sit back on some of these people are so blatantly stupid with flaunting the fact that they're brown boxing and bringing stuff in and doing illegal things. It wouldn't be too difficult even with the you know lower manpower they have to round these guys up. So I think what's happening now, unfortunately, there's been a cascade of, uh, effect from this incident where now the whole hobby is in an uproar and freaking out that we're going to lose all our Brazilian species. And I've heard, and again, I don't... I try to stay away from most social media. Some of my friends that know me, we joke about this. They'll they'll tell me when something's going on sometimes because I'm not a huge fan of the social media. For instances, pretty much just like this, where a bunch of goofballs who have no idea what they're talking about go out and start spouting rules and laws, and this is a new law, and this happened, confusing the heck out of everybody, and all it does is create fear. It's fear-mongering. It gets everybody all jacked up, and now we've got people talking about, somebody told me there's a GoFundMe page to get a lawyer to fight this new law because it's ridiculous, and I had somebody ask me what I was going to do to save the hobby save the hobby we're going to save the hobby from what it's a non-issue here's the deal we broke laws we brought these guys in we didn't know they were on the list and i completely i feel terrible for the people as long as they didn't know what was going on and by the sounds of things they did not i feel terrible for the people that got caught up in this that you know some of the people that paid money to have these things you know pre-orders we talk about pre-ordering from import people that pre-ordered the lost their money the dealer involved seems to be a great you know the great couple people Um, I think there's other people involved as well that are good people I don't think they knew and that's a shame because unfortunately it is one of those things nobody I wouldn't have thought of it I try to cover my bases with anything I do and I don't know I would have thought to double check to make sure animals I was importing were not on a list but here's the bottom line it was a law the law was broken That's it. We can't start talking about saving the hobby because all we're doing is making ourselves look like a bunch of petulant children, to be quite frank. And again, I'm kind of reluctant. I was very reluctant to sit down and do this podcast because I'm going to be talking in generalities. I do have a lot of information, but I'm not ready to present it right now. But I'm frustrated because a lot of my last week has been spent trying to convince people there's not an issue and having people come back and go, but this one said this and this one said that. And my response was, does this one work for Fish and Wildlife? Is this one a lawyer that is uh, you know, familiar with the laws that go on with this? No. So ignore them or just do what I do. Take in all the information you can get. And try to get a hold of people that know what the hell they're talking about as opposed to just running at the mouths, going on the forums and making the whole hobby look like a bunch of babies because they... Fish and wildlife see it as they are stopping the illegal trade of animals that were smuggled out of a country. They were poached. There it is. They were poached. And we are crying about it, making a big deal about it, and freaking out about it when the best thing we should do, be quiet, let things die down, and let people that know what they're talking about figure out what's going on with this. If this was a mistake and there's been talk out there that apparently maybe somebody overreached their their boundaries or whatever then it will be sorted out. There are people doing it. But to have the whole hobby causing this huge uproar think about what the general population would think of us. So I've alluded many times in my podcasts and in my videos that most people out there don't find us to be particularly endearing. They don't get why people would want to keep big giant spiders. They don't like big giant spiders. So if this gets out and makes national news, it's going to make the hobby look very, very bad. Look at, they stop people from smuggling illegal spiders in and now the whole spider trade is trying to get a GoFundMe page to fight the fact that they did something illegal. That's not, that's not a good look, guys. Not a good look at all, and I get that people are upset, I get that people are scared, but I think there'd be a lot fewer people upset and scared if there were people out there getting the information out there that knew what they were talking about as opposed to, it, it reminded me of the telephone game, I'll never forget, I was in this Rudge's first grade class, and we played the telephone game for the first time, where we all made a circle, we sat down on our little rug, and somebody whispered something in the ear, it was like, John goes. To the door to see who's knocking. And then you whisper it to the person next to him. And it's John goes to the door to see who is there. And then it's John goes to the door because his aunt's knocking at the door. And then John's aunt went to the store. And by the time you get to the end of it, what was originally said is so distorted, it doesn't bear any likeness to what was originally spoken. And that's what we've got going right now with this situation. I get people are panicking. And please don't, if you're somebody that panic I'm not judging. I get it. Believe me, when I woke up and read this story, I immediately was like, oh boy, this could be bad because I've understood for years how our hobby operates. And it would be scary if they start enforcing laws, not creating new ones, mind you, but enforcing the laws that are already there. We could be in trouble, especially in the United States, because I've made it very clear for you know a long time that we're behind on the breeding process. We don't breed as many. We have to import most of them. So if some of these species were declared you know, illegal to ship across lines, we're in, we're in a great deal of trouble. You're going to watch some things that we would sell for like $15 for a sling shoot right up. But making the big public stink about it, unfortunately, is it's shooting us in the foot. It's shooting the hobby in the foot. Nothing's to be gained out of this. It's been nice because in the past couple of days, I've talked to a few friends I know from YouTube and from corresponding with that share my opinion that have been trying to quell some of this, uh, this blow up from this incident by telling people, let's just keep it down be civil, let this die down a bit, let people filter through that know what they're doing and figure out what's going on. Causing a big public uproar is not the way to go in this. I'm sorry. I I don't agree with that. People are going to probably argue with me and jump on, but think about it. Where do these things come from? Where do we get our tarantulas from in the hobby? Our little pets that we love to talk about and take pictures of and put on Instagram and do YouTube videos of somebody goes in the wild, steals them, brings them and starts pairing them. And if you want to feel particularly good about yourself, and I'm being ironic here, think about this for a moment. We talk about the fact that we are saving these animals. And I do, again, I do firmly believe there's a lot of good to come of this. Do you think, for one moment, that the people that are paying for the plane tickets, that are dodging all these officials, are going into the forests, the rainforests, the deserts, these inhospitable places— and finding adult males and adult females of these pretty new spiders that hobbyists are just going to drool over, do you think they're doing it because they have a need or a compulsion to save these species? Heck no. They're doing it because they're making money. Let's call it as it is. This is a big moneymaker. And I'm not, again... I don't want any of... I never want my words to be misconstrued. I love this hobby and we need people that sell them. That's all there is to it. I've said before, I don't like selling animals because the way I was brought up, every animal that we had and I'm a huge animal lover I was as a kid I just all I wanted everything wanted I wanted everything to be a pet so I have an issue with selling them doesn't mean we don't need them we absolutely need good dealers out there reputable dealers law abiding dealers that are going to get these animals to us so that we can enjoy them in our collections and keep the hobby going we absolutely that is crucial we need it in the hobby so I'm not saying that's a bad thing but this is a business for many this is a moneymaker you go in and grab some of these animals out of the wild that's a huge investment of your time, money, and your bottom line, you're running the risk of getting arrested in possibly a foreign country. where It's not going to be you know, pretty hospitable in those jails. So here's the deal. Let's not kid ourselves into thinking for one minute that this whole thing where our hands are completely clean with it. The first people going in to get these things, and as they should be compensated, but these smugglers are getting a lot of money for this so that's how it starts and I think we forget that and it can't ever be lost we can't let that go so far to the back of our minds that we never stop for a minute to think about how this happens we're not completely innocent in all of this this is something that goes on and it is not for altruistic purposes they're not going like you know what I've got a calling, I'm going to go to Costa Rica, they found this new spider, and darn it, I'm going to grab some of those so I can save it, and we can be admiring this beautiful species after, you know, its habitat is completely wiped out, I'm going to save the species. No, it's, ooh, there's a new species, that's pretty, people are going to pay a lot of money for that, I'm going to go down and get them. Now, obviously, I'm exaggerating a little bit, I'm sure these people probably have a love for the spiders as well, but let's not forget they are making boatloads of money so what got us into trouble here well I would say it's the fact that everybody has been wanting to buy one of these slings these beautiful the salad saladonia are just gorgeous spiders I get more people asking me over the past year are you getting one did you get one do you have one yet and I'm like no no I'm waiting because again the whole thing made me uncomfortable how quickly they made it into a hobby and how much you're being traded for just kind of this reason but I don't have one yet, but this is the big popular spider to have right now. And people are selling them for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Do you think people aren't paying attention to that? Do you think people in Brazil with the country where they're coming from haven't noticed that people are selling these things, their animals in the United States? And we can argue over whether they care about them or not. I agree that politicians probably don't give a crap about the spiders down there in Brazil, although I can't speak for everybody. I hope no Brazilian officials contact me and yell at me. But I think overall, probably not, but bottom line, their, it's their animals, and we stole them out of the country, and we're not giving them away. We're not going, hey, guys, here are some of these t saledonia that are going to be extinct in the wild, possibly, in a few decades. So here's some free ones so we can keep them going. That's not what's happening. We're selling them. This is, you know, bottom line is capitalism. We're taking things. We're, we're breeding them. We're selling them. We're making stacks of money on them. So that's obviously caught some people's attention, and you can't blame them in that respect. So here's what's going on right now there are two species on the list uh one is a celadonia another one's a vicularia species that I don't have right now in front of me and I'm not that's not the point of this article but what people need to realize a they are not going to take away all your brazilian species Number one, I don't particularly think they're interested in going door to door to pull people. Think of how many of these have been out there. Number two, a lot of these, although they were probably, let's call it as it is, a lot of ours that we're keeping now are probably descendants, great, 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 all the way down. Grandchildren of ones that were smuggled illegally out of the hobby. There have been ones that have been legally taken out, and there's no way to prove at this point Which ones are which are they captive bred? Are they not? I have heard people out there say it wouldn't matter if they can't prove that they were ever taken out of the country legally, then they could go ahead and put the kibosh on it. And that's probably true. If Brazil decides, hey, wait a minute, these guys are all whining over there. Because this species, we're, we're telling them they can't have it. What other species do we got that we know weren't legally taken out of the country? Then they could probably go back and add more to the list. And that needs to be in the back of our minds. That we can't forget about. They can go, they can add more species to the list. It could grow. Right now, it doesn't look like it is. I'm not a mind reader. I can't tell what's going to happen here. But I will tell you, the more of a stink we make, the more public we go, the more we try to get lawyers to fight laws that are, always, that are already there and there for a reason... I think the more chance we have of bringing negative attention to ourselves and the better chance we have of somebody going, hey, you know what, let's add more species to that list. Even if they can't legally do it, it can stop the trade for a while. If they put something on this list, by the time people sort it all out, there's a very good possibility that we've stopped trade to the U.S. for a while for some of these species. Do we want that? I don't. I don't want to have my, you know, I think species, I've heard whispered that the Laziodora parahibana is one of the only Brazilian species that's found only in Brazil that was legally taken out of the country years ago. Obviously, it's been in the hobby for decades, so there's no issue with that one. But, you know, Grimastolopulchra, pulchra, very, very popular species right now. Everybody's trying to get them. The United States, we didn't have them for a while because nobody's able to breed them. We had to just recently import a bunch of slings. They cost a lot of money. Now imagine if those got on the banned list. Those are really popular right now. Those are commanding a decent amount of money. That is a species that they could look at. And if they don't have, they can't produce any proof that they were ever taken out of the country legally, could potentially end up on that list. And then you're talking about, you're worrying about paying $90 for a poker sling. That's going to go right up through the roof because we can't get them here. So I think one of the things, the panic about all Brazilian species getting banned. I've had a few YouTubers that have contacted me asking me if, um, you know, what I think about putting up Brazilian species on YouTube. We have like the Sazme, the LP, the polkra. So a lot of, a lot of our tarantula species come from Brazil. So you can see why this would scare people. If it was a place where it's like, you know, there's not a lot of tarantula species, people might not be so worried, but a lot you'd be amazed if anybody's got a collection out there, go on just, you know, hop online and find out where your guys originate from. Chances are a lot of your guys come from Brazil, which is why I think the panic's so big on this one. So I think I get why people are freaked out about it, but they're not coming for those yet. Right now, there's two species. If we quiet down, we people are looking into the legal ramifications of this, if there's any way around it, if this is the correct application of Lacey Act, if this is something they can do. If it is, then sorry guys, we're not going to have Celadonia in the States for a while. Or just the people here that have them can breed them. Then we have to find out whether or not they can cross state lines. That's another issue, but that's going to get worked out. Coming out with the torches, pitchfork, the GoFundMe pages, it just it's just a bad luck overall, so we need to calm down a bit. So here's my advice to you guys, and I've got this on pretty good authority, and again, there'll be an update on this probably through my website, but... St- Relax. They're not coming to take your Brazilian species. Your LPs are safe. Your polkras are safe. People are still selling them right now. If it makes you feel any better, people that are actively working with fish and wildlife are still importing them. I think what's going to happen now is that folks that are importing are going to be a lot more cognizant of this issue and are going to start checking species before they bring them in. So now it might be a reach out. I just want to make sure the species isn't on the list and you can rest assured, obviously news travels like wildfire in this hobby that if another species ends up on the list, I think people are more aware of it now we're going to hear about it. So, you know, obviously pay attention, but I do think this is going to cause dealers and importers to be much more careful I do think it's important for all of us to know that the United States Fish and Wildlife is looking now. For years, I think we've, again, I keep using the term flown under the radar. We've been like little ninjas pulling these guys in, and they've just been too busy to bother with us. But they are aware now. They are watching this more. I think probably some of these are good. I've talked to a couple, and they're good people, and they take pride in their jobs, and they think it's an important job. And honestly, I think that they're starting to realize how much stuff they've let go through and they're going to start putting the kibosh on that, the kibosh, kibosh, I always say it wrong, kibosh. So anyway, I think that's something we need to take away from this. Um, point A, most of our species came from specimens that were smuggled out of the countries. We can't forget that. In some cases, we probably contributed to the loss of species in the wild. We can't forget that. That's the root of our hobby. Is there good that comes out of it? absolutely, I stand by that, that years from now, you know, when my kids, hopefully my kids are into the hobby, when they're having kids, I think there'll be some species that are only traded in the hobby, they will not be found in the wild, I think some, some piece species have demonstrated the ability to adapt to urbanization, hiding out roofs, and even stuff, which is good, but I think, unfortunately, other species will go the way of the dodo we won't hear about them so i do think there's some good to come of it but we're not we can't go into this like saints like oh we've done nothing wrong we're just having our little hobby look at all the good we're doing and pretend like there isn't we aren't breaking laws at sometimes and we can't get super upset when somebody calls on us for that i understand that it's scary that a species that everybody's trying to get that good people importing these the people i don't want to mention the name I don't, I'm assuming it's very public and anybody can find it, but they're good people. They have a stellar reputation. They were doing this by the book. They had an import license and important to note, these guys were confiscated after they were being checked in. So this isn't like they were trying to hide anything. They were labeled correctly. They came in, they're like, what's this species? Let me give a phone call. Boom. Nope. Sorry. Those aren't coming into the country. So they did everything by the book, but now people could be in trouble because of this. And that's important to note. So guys, my message to everybody today is to take a deep breath. Stop talking about it for a little while. Stop making videos about it for a little while. Let it die down and let's see where we are in a month or two when information starts leaking out because there are people that know what they're talking about working on this. There are people reaching out to fish and wildlife. There are people reaching out to lawyers and experts not to try to fight the law but to figure out what the law is exactly because I think a lot of us were ignorant of how this law worked and how it could be used. Again, first thing that came out, this new law, I said it. I I know somewhere there's a comment where me going, apparently there's a new law. I hadn't heard what was going on. I was trying to get together information. After I found out the law was there for a while, I shut my mouth and just started doing research and trying to talk to people to find out what was going on. But let's keep in mind, this isn't a new law, it's there, and it can be engaged at any time for other species if we don't play our cards right. We want this hobby to continue to be successful. We want to continue the good work we do in producing species that could one day be lost in the wild. We want to be able to enjoy our animals, which is, I might add, a privilege, we're not entitled to them, we're not entitled to any of these, and ask anybody that lives in a state or a a, country or a county or a province where they are not allowed to keep tarantulas we're not until they can ban stuff I talked before I'm in a state where you're not allowed to sell them in public it's it can happen so this is something that could easily be taken away so we want to make sure we give the public at large and all of those officials that are watching all of your Facebook pages. They're in your Facebook groups. They're on the forums. They've been. We've known this for years. This isn't a big secret. So I hope nobody out there is going, "Oh, we just spoiled it." People are watching, guys. It's what they choose to do with it. And if we're bashing fish and wildlife, which is an important group, and I know somebody's going to come on with some conspiracy stuff about it. I don't want to hear it. They're there for a purpose. They protect these animals. They're trying to do their job well. They're, every time I've contacted them, it takes them a while to get back to me because I know they're busy. They've got a lot to do, a lot to cover, and just not enough people to do it. They're paying attention. They're paying attention. So if we make a big stink about this and start trying to make their lives miserable, it wouldn't take too much for them to be, and I don't think they're vindictive, but to enough people hear about this and get upset, then they could start making things very difficult for us. So everybody take a deep breath, relax. If you have at saladonia, T-celledonia, they're not coming to take it you're fine. I would encourage people not to try to sell them across state lines right now until we get some of this stuff sorted out. But for the time being, enjoy your spider. It's beautiful and nobody else is getting one right now. So you can kind of nanny nanny boo boo everybody because nobody else is getting one because your spider can't come into the country legally. That's fine. If you have polkra, enjoy your pulchra, grow them up, um, post your videos online. I am not pulling, and I, this is the best example I can give. And I'm not pulling any of my videos that feature Brazilian species from my YouTube channel. They will be up there because I know a lot of people have them and they need to know how to care for them. And I'm hoping people understand that. And anybody watching this Fish and Wildlife, I'm not flaunting this. It's just I I don't believe it's that much of an issue right now. And the ones that are in the country are the ones that people already have across the world. I want to make sure they know how to care for them. So my Brazilian species will still be up on my page. I will still talk about them. I'm going on like status quo. Nothing's changed, except I won't be getting a solid annual, which I didn't plan on getting for a while anyway, because I wasn't paying that much. And again, the whole thing kind of, I don't know, gave me a bad feeling. And here we are. So I appreciate everybody that has taken the time to contact me. It was, I will say from my end, it was weird because there were a lot of people like I've heard all this stuff, but I I know you'll know the answer. And I didn't, I didn't know. I've, I've gotten, I think, close to the answer now I think I'm pretty certain anything I'm talking about here I'm pretty certain this is what's happening but at the time I don't I have this issue with speaking before I know what I'm talking about I've had relatives that are you know masters at everything you they open their mouths they don't care if they, you know, we could be talking about soccer. They've never played a game of soccer in their life, and they'll start talking about World Cup stuff like their authority. That's not what I'm about. I'm about getting information, research, and more importantly, talking to the right people. Talking to people that know what the heck they're talking about, that understand these laws, and getting real information. In today's day and age, in today's media climate, with all that goes on in the media, with people just picking different viewpoints and and presenting whatever information backs up their skewed view. I don't want to ever be part of that. So I apologize to people who contacted me early on and I didn't have too much to say except just calm down and try not to make a big stink about it. But after talking to some people, I stand by that. Calm down. Let's not make a big stink about it. I've heard that some of the Facebook groups have actually said, please stop talking about this stuff now. We're going to move on for this for a while. I think that is excellent information and a great way to go about it. Let's not... We're A lot of us are very intelligent well-read professionals in real life let's act that way let's not act like a bunch of children that just got their favorite toy taken away I mean yep it's sad we don't get this pretty spider in our collection but there are worse things going on in the world right now and again it was an ill-gotten specimen to begin with so we got to just kind of live with that and let's just reflect for a moment on how lucky we've been as hobbyists that we've been able to pull all this stuff off that people have gotten these species out when they're discovered and that they, they the turnaround for them being discovered or rediscovered in some instances. Sometimes these things have been discovered, you know, in the 1800s and then we rediscover them in the two thousands, something to think about, but they make news, a picture of them goes out and all of a sudden somebody's on an airplane going down there to get adults. So we got to keep that in mind. We can't let that go. That's important. And I think this is, hopefully this podcast will be an eye opener to some people who have been listening to some of this crap online Like, oh, I never really thought of it for that from that perspective that we can be in the right light. We continue, you know, crying about this in the right light. We could be easily made to look like a huge part of the problem for these guys. It wouldn't take too much for somebody in the media for this to make national news to spin this in a way that, look at these guys, they're responsible for smuggling all these creatures out of their natural habitats, they're contributing to the loss of their populations in their native habitats, and now they're whining about it. that's not, that makes us look absolutely terrible, and we can ill afford that, especially for those of us who really love the hobby of love getting these species in their collections, I like getting them because I just love nothing more than watching them, writing about them, doing video, and that sounds kind of creepy, but I, I'm just fascinated with them and I enjoy spreading the information and the, the knowledge I get. That could easily be made much more difficult for us if we continue on the path that we've been on for the past week. So I have seen that things are dying down. I just talked to somebody yesterday. I was at uh, Dinky uh, Reptiles and Aquatic in Massachusetts. And I was talking to Sarah there and she was asking me, it's like it's been the talk of the town and my, my advice to everybody that's contacted me has been just take a deep breath, You're not losing your spiders. They're not taking all your spiders away. The hobby is not being threatened. It's not at this point. Could it be? Keep on this path. Yes, it could. We're still in pretty good shape. But I do think, and this is my little, you know, ominous warning at the end. I do think some things may be changing, going ahead. I think they're aware now more than they were before of some of these species I wouldn't be surprised if more species eventually make it on that list at some point. Probably newer ones. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is something moving ahead that the next time they find something in Brazil, we're probably not going to see it in the United States for a while because of this. And I do think that if we continue to make the loud noise that we're making and come across like a bunch of petulant children, that this could get much, much worse. And then maybe, you know, months down the road, a couple years down the road, we are talking about certain species that we're not allowed to import. So, to my hobbyists in other countries, I don't know what's going on in the UK. I know some people have made videos about it over there, but I don't believe you guys have run into this yet. But I could be wrong. Again, I'm still gathering information. For those of us in the U.S., it's a wake-up call as well. As far as captive breeding, we need to start breeding more. We need to start choosing some of these species more, you know, more carefully ones that we can't get, that we know we're importing, start looking at what's on those import lists. If you have females and males, let's get going on this. Let's try to breed. I'm trying to pick and choose. Right now, um, I'm looking at species that we don't have a lot of here that I would absolutely love to get established in the hobby. I just did a video featuring my Ceracopelma species, Santa Catalina. I know there aren't a lot of those around. I've had a lot of compliments on this species. I'd love to help get more of them in the U.S. so it becomes common and that's where we need to go with this. So we can stop with as much importing people can, we can have our homegrown tarantulas and not have to worry about this issue. But the longer we keep pulling them in from other countries and the more we met about it, when we get caught doing something that we probably shouldn't have done in the first place, the worse it's going to be for us as hobbyists. So I hope that didn't come across as too negative. I'm sure there'll be lots of comments on this and I, I have to admit, I'm kind of exhausted from talking about it. There have been, <clears throat> if I'm, If I counted them all up, there was probably close to 20 messages or emails about this. And I've tried to answer every single one of them. And as the week has worn on, I've gotten more and more information. So my answers have been longer and longer. So this is kind of my response to to sum it up. Relax. You can keep your tarantulas. No Saladonias for a while. That avicularia species, I can't remember at the moment, but if I do, I'll put it in the notes And for time being, that's it. Your other species are fine. People are still importing them if that makes you feel any better, which means they are still legal. They are not on that list. I've had confirmation they are not on that list yet. And until they are added on that list, we are perfectly fine. If there are more species added to this list, I'm sure people will hear about it very, very quickly. Once I get more information on this, I will be doing an article about it, and I will probably revisit the podcast. We'll see how it goes. Again, I don't want to be... I'm hoping I'm not flaming the, you know, fanning the flames right now. I'm trying to put them out. So that's my purpose for this and bringing this up because I'd rather not even talk about it. But if I have more information, I do hope I've got some good stuff right now and I'm hoping to talk to some more people about it. Then I will obviously update it with more detail. But for the time being, I can tell you on good authority, relax. Everything's going to be good. We're going to be okay. And I hope people learn something about this. You know, my Brown Boxing article, I had a lot of people that contacted me afterwards saying they had never heard of it. And hopefully this one gets people thinking a little bit more about our hobby and the impact we could be having on the places where these things come from. And again, on the fact that people are making a lot of money off these and that's going to people are going to notice, especially the ones from the countries they're coming from. All right. I'm going to shut up now. That was kind of long winded and that's going to be it for this one. It was a little bit late because I still needed to talk to one person before I finished it. But there it is. I will post this up on Facebook. As my dog shakes up in the background, I'm not even going to cut that one out of this. We're at the end. Who cares? Um, thanks again for listening. If you want to check out my channel, it's Tom's Big Spiders on YouTube. I have my web page or website, which somebody's jacking a lot of content from. I'll be talking about that later. I'm not pleased with that, but you can check me out at uh, tom'sbigspiders.com. Um, obviously, here's the podcast. So I'll probably mention that because if you're listening to this, you already found it. So thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you guys next time as I click my mouse and probably makes a big bang in the microphone. And uh, I'll be curious to... Actually, there doesn't need to be a lot of feedback on this one. I don't think we really need to keep a big string going. Hopefully, I've I've said my part for the time being. And uh, let's just let this one die down a bit.